Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 92.9 The Cave. It's time for Two Dudes, Same Fantasy. Excellent. Listen in as Bo Johnson and Brian Gephardt break down the top fantasy picks of the week. Oh, this is awesome. Two Dudes, Same Fantasy starts now. 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 On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Bo and Brian. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You heard that correctly. We are Two Dudes. Same fantasy, fantasy, man. man. Bo Johnson and Brian Gebhardt back for a second week in a row. BG, what's happening, man? Man, it's good to be back. It was awesome to be back last Saturday. It was good to be here. I am going to miss next Saturday, but excited to do this with you here today. And like I said, I had a little bit of a late night last night. I'm feeling good. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate it. I had a little four and a half hour. I guess you could call that sleep. It's like a long nap. It's right in between sleep and nap. Yeah, I got about one of those. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I caught the, the REM cycle, though. I'm, I'm pretty charged up, good to go. Got the well, coffee if rolling. Catch, if you can catch the REM cycle, I guess that's a good thing. You wake up alert. You wake up kind of just not knowing what's going on. Yeah. You know? I had that. I actually had the thing where the first alarm was going to go off at 5.05. Woke up, rolled over. I just knew it. Five o'clock. I was like, all right, well, here we go. Let's get up and get going. We are an interactive fantasy football radio show. Get in touch with us. 404-726-0929. That is the phone line. Our guy Garrett Chapman's on the other side of the glass manning that. You can also use that very same number. 404-726-0929. There are no O's in the letter bit. Is that what it's called? Alphabet letter bit? No. It is now. It is now, Bo. It can be whatever you want to call it. Saturday morning, we're here. We're live. Give us a shout. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line, 404-726-0929. You can also give us a call with all your fantasy football needs or just to say hi like someone did last week. We appreciate that. Let's get right into this thing, though. Thursday night football, BG, and wow. Jacksonville Jaguars beat the New Orleans Saints 31 to 24. If you watch this game at all, 31 to 24, it was the game was not that close. Saints make a little rally in the fourth quarter. Then there's a uh Foster Moreau mm. was about a half inch away from fantasy relevancy. But no, 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 you're not, Foster. Huge drop there in the fourth quarter. Saints offense looks anemic. They look horrible. It's it's bad. You know, uh, they can't get on the same page. Derek Carr's yelling at, at um, I was about to say Drake London. No, he plays here. That's Chris Olave, the counterpart to Drake London in New Orleans, yelling at Chris Olave, yelling at Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara, you know, supposed to snap off a route, doesn't. Chris Olave, not supposed to snap off a route, does. Can't get on the same page. It looks like a veteran quarterback goes to a team on a brand new offense and they haven't got it down yet. You know, pretty much what it looks like. Yeah. Would you want Jameis to get run? I mean, I know it's always the conversation no. for what the Saints betterment. I mean, I at person selfishly, I'd, I'd like it better for fantasy football. I've always thought Jameis is pretty good for fantasy football for for skill position players. Like he'll throw it to the other team plenty, but 
He's going to connect on some downfield passes a little bit more. I'm not saying it's going to be like a big leap, but I don't know. I mean, there's just – I don't think no- it would be – I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Jameis. And I don't know that Derek mm-hmm. Jameis would be an improvement for the fan, for the guys as far as fantasy relevancy goes either. And then the interactions on the sideline would be that much more fun. You got Carr yelling at people. Jameis is always doing weird stuff, and there's always weird – I just – he's a very entertaining player in person to me. I I'd, agree. I would just like to see that a little bit more. Love me some So, I'm, you know, Derek Carr's face I'm tired of looking at. But where were you? Obviously, for those who don't know for whatever reason, Bo's a massive Saints fan. Where were you when that happened with the Foster Moreau drop? Like, were you in your house? Were you yeah. in public? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. How, what, what Standing was, up in my living room. What, what was the general reaction there? Just hands on head, screaming? Yeah. What's the, yeah okay, it, it was exactly it. like that. It was yeah. hands on head, standing up in the living room. Just sheer disappointment. Like, okay. I can't believe, actually, I can believe this is happening. Yes, I believe that 100%. That, that, I mean, that's how their season's going. You know, they're just, the offense just doesn't look good. It's not for lack of people. They got dudes. They just need to get on the same page. You know, so uh, let's run this through this real quick because there are some uh, fantasy stuff to talk about. Trevor Lawrence, 20 for 29, 204 touchdown. He gets you 17.9 points. I did recommend this week fading Trevor Lawrence. That will probably pay off. I mean, if you're okay with 17.9 points, okay, fine. Derek Carr actually got you more. Uh, Did not look like the knee was bothering Trevor Lawrence, though. So that's a good thing moving forward as Trevor Lawrence was a drafted guy in fantasy football. Yeah, I mean, the thing that kind of made his day was uh, running, uh, rushing the ball. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, what we were worried about with the knee. And it would also be kind of nice to see just more of that in general. I mean, if if the knee is healthy. That's why you drafted Trevor Lawrence. I would like to see him run the ball a little bit more because that's a forgotten part of uh, of his game. But we we saw it there on Thursday night. That's the part of his game that is necessary for fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why he drafted Trevor. It's because he's going to rush for 50 yards a game. Yeah, because he's had one of those seasons so far where he hasn't taken that full leap yet that everyone wanted him to, but he's played really well, like NFL speaking, I think, so far this season, and it hasn't really translated on the fantasy points yeah. because ETN's the one who scores all the touchdowns. No, so. I'm, uh, I, I was all in on Trevor on, in a few leagues as someone who waits on quarterback, which we still recommend you doing. He has not killed you, but he has not won you any weeks, basically, mm-hmm. this season. Yeah. So you're likely going to continue to roll him out there. If you've got better matchups, you may do that, too. Travis Etienne continues to be a beast. 14 carries for 53 yards, two touchdowns. Adds a little bit of volume with uh, with a couple of catches, too. But, yeah, man, Travis Etienne, one of the best second-round picks of the entire season. Looking like a possible fantasy football MVP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he – uh. If you drafted today, everything we know about all the other players and like where where uh, Justin Jefferson is injury wise, would would he be the number two overall pick next to CMC? Yeah, probably. Yeah, which is you know he's awesome. been like he's been remarkably consistent and he's getting in the end zone. He's getting he's getting all the work. You know, I don't want to. Is is running a, a running back into the ground a thing? Because that's what's going on with Travis Etienne right now. You know, but. If you're a fantasy football fan or player, you're going to take advantage of that. So. Yeah, or even if you're you know a Jags fan too. So, but uh, three straight games with two plus touchdowns there. Garrett, were you giving me the phone signal because we got somebody on the phone? Who? Red, what's going on, Red? Hey, what's up, guys? What's happening? Hey, appreciate y'all for taking my call. I'm a Absolutely. long time listening to the radio station. We appreciate and, uh, you. First time calling about fantasy football, which is my favorite thing man like when i ain't 
doing nothing else. I'm playing fantasy football. I wish it was year long, <laughs> just like I wish. Wouldn't it was that be fantastic? Now you know what yeah, is man. fantasy sports are year round. Try fantasy baseball. If if you're really yeah, I gotta get into if you're ultra nerdy, you may like some yeah. fantasy baseball. What you got for us today? Uh, just speaking on, we were talking about Jacksonville. Uh, ETN is doing good, but what's up with really man as far as fantasy football with the up and down roller coaster? And also, I'm real heavy going at the uh, Breach Hall right now. I just want to know y'all's opinion on that. A lot of people kind of liking on it, but I think he's going to be a fantasy winner for the rest of the season. Breach Hall, yeah, look, it, it does. Thanks for calling. Uh, and we're about to get into uh, Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk and this whole uh, Jacksonville uh, receiving core. As far as Breach Hall goes, not a great matchup today. But look, he has been unleashed, if you will, at the beginning of the season. Uh, I, I'm not. I wasn't a fan of Brees Hall or Javante Williams. ACL guys in the first year after repair typically don't look great. Javante Williams may come up in uh, fire and ice. Brees Hall with a bye week this week. But look, man, you saw it last week. Brees Hall double digit carries and he and he paid it off. So if you took the chance and drafted Brees Hall, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to be a viable starter for you the rest of the season. Yeah. He's looking great. I think he could be a league winner. He's really looking good. He's, I mean, Dalvin Cook is is shot. His yeah. explosiveness is gone. It, it would surprise me if Dalvin Cook even finished yeah. the season as a Jet. And given the way that the Jets are, I mean, this defense is stout. They're one of the best in the league. We know Zach Wilson's problems. You're still rolling out Garrett Wilson every week. But Brees Hall is this team's yeah, sure. hope for being explosive yeah. on offense and really good. And, yeah, to that point with uh, Calvin Ridley, I think he has become it's it's a matchup dependent situation now with Calvin Ridley because uh, we've had a couple games. I mean, it's been up and down. I think you mentioned it to me before the show. He's sort of it's it's he's he's in a Mike Williams type of vibe right now. Where so, it's like um, you're going to get your big week, you're going to get your so small week. Dwight, hang hang with us for just one second. Let's go through this uh, this Calvin Ridley Christian Kirk thing. So Calvin Ridley one catch for five yards. If I'm if my math's correct, that's one and a half fantasy points. Uh, Christian Kirk, six for 90 and a touchdown. Christian Kirk has a touchdown or 80 yards in six straight games. Christian Kirk has, I don't, we, we wanted Calvin Ridley to be Uno Nuno on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uno Nuno is still Christian Kirk. So what do you do with Calvin Ridley? It's not like on a, on any week you can really bench Calvin Ridley, I mean, I suppose if you did a, a fantastic job drafting, you don't have a lot of bye weeks to contend with. Maybe you can sit Calvin Ridley, but me, I I find it very hard to even talk about benching Calvin Ridley because you saw it in week one. You just haven't seen a whole lot since, but he is a great football player. Just not paying off against football yet. Yeah, I mean, the results have been Christian Kirk coming out as the one. I mean, Ridley's still the one on the team in the sense of how the other uh, yeah. teams and defenses are approaching him. He's had two and that's part of the problem. He's had two games with 20-plus. Besides that, he's been 11 or less yep. in every other game this year. Here's the thing. I think the ne- over the next month, Ridley's going to be pretty useful. And then after that, we'll, we'll kind of see. The next next week, they're against the Steelers, who uh begin up the fifth-most points right now to wide receivers. Then it's a bye. Then it's San Francisco, which actually isn't that bad of a matchup for wide receivers. Um, then you got the Titans, which is great. And then he gets into kind of like a gauntlet situation over the next month. So if he doesn't produce in these games coming up in those two or three, you real I mean, you're obviously gonna hold on to him. You're probably not, you're not yeah. gonna get anything for him necessarily in a trade if he's putting up, you know, one point five fantasy points. So then I think once once you get to like week twelve, I, I think once he starts with Houston, because they've been pretty stingy against wide receivers. 
you got to look week to week to see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be matchup he, dependent. He may turn into a matchup dependent type player, but also NFL teams are going to notice the same things that, that we're noticing. He's getting the wide receiver one treatment, as you mentioned. Christian Kirk is not. That's going to shift. So better days are ahead for Calvin Ridley. Uh, Dwight, what you got for us, man? Thanks for calling two dudes, same fantasy. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Pretty good, man. How about yourself? I was sitting on top of the world looking down at creation and getting better. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I don't know we're talking fantasy football, but I can't get out Falcons football. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think with the Falcons, it just comes down to a bit of decision-making and everything. I guess that biggest uh, – uh, handicap is in the decision making. I mean, you got the talent and everything on the team, but being knowing how to use it is what really matters. And do the Falcons have anybody on your fantasy? <laughs> yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for calling, Dwight. Uh, so the Falcons, I did not have bullet pointed as a fantasy football conversation today. If you take this Falcons Bucks game as a whole, outside of the two Bucks wide receivers, which you can't really bench on a on a week to week basis. You're, I mean, neither one of them you're going to really. No, I mean Evans is a must start if he's healthy. Yeah, yeah I think Godwin. Godwin, you know, if you have a better matchup, but mm-hmm. on any given week, Chris Godwin can, you know, be a fantasy superstar. Um, aside from Bajan Robinson and the two Bucks wide receivers, you're not really playing anyone in this entire game this I week. Mean, Maybe John O. Smith. You probably feel comfortable. I mean, again, just given the, the six teams on by, you're, you're probably starting Drake London this week. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but also, just to kind of, you know, if we're just talking about the Falcons in general, it comes from fantasy, get Bijan the ball more. Just, it's, just, it's as simple as that. He is a spectacular pass catcher. Just find a way. I mean, like the run game, See, it, it, it wasn't working last week. I know it's, aside from him having like the amazing catches or whatever, He's a great route runner and needs to get the ball. He needs to be more in that. Like Alvin Kamara got twelve catches on Thursday. Like he needs to be seven to eight catches. Hey, a game. Uh, hey, Desmond Ritter, you there? Let's hit a wide receiver deep. Yeah. Let's let's prevent defenses from loading up with eight man boxes <laughs> versus a- Bijan Robinson. You're asking. How too about much. that? You're asking too much, Bo. One one. <laughs> Desmond, you there, buddy? Yeah. One wide receiver. Hit one wide receiver deep. One accurate pass. That's all we're asking for. Stretch the field just one one little bitty bit. All right, let's finish up this Thursday night football conversation a little bit. So, basically, you're still rolling with Calvin Ridley. You kind of have to. Uh, Derek Carr, 33 for 55, 301 touchdown and a pick. 18.1 points. It gets you more points than, than Trevor Lawrence. That's probably not going to be the case moving forward. But Derek Carr, he's a kind of a viable starter, especially if, if you had one of the six teams on by this week. Um He's look. He's a startable quarterback in a two quarterback league. Outside of that, on a regular week, you're not starting Derek Carr. Maybe you start him this week, and he paid off for you. Alvin Kamara, 17 carries for 62 yards. But the story for Alvin Kamara was the 12 more receptions. He had like 11 last week, 12 this week. He has become Derek Carr has no time to throw the football. Saints were missing two tackles on Thursday night. He was upright for the most part because Derek Carr knows to get rid of the football. Derek Carr looks one one read. Dumps it off to Kamara. Maybe two reads, dumps it off to Kamara. He doesn't even have time for routes to develop. That's kind of the problem that he was having with Chris Olave. You know, Mike Thomas doesn't run routes past seven yards, so he's always standing there ready for the ball. Alvin Kamara, though, the dump-off guy for um, for Derek Carr, 12 receptions for 91 yards. He gets you 29.3 points. Like you mentioned, Chris Olave, 7 of 57, 12.7 points. 
Alvin Kamara, man, paying off for those people that drafted him. Yeah, kudos to you if you drafted him and, and, and were patient about the whole situation. Um, on Real quick on Alave, is he still uh, – I, I, I love the talent there. Is he still must start every week? Yeah. Okay. How can he not be? I mean – It's just been – you know, he's just kind of had – you know, he's just been sort of average from a statistical Having trouble scoring you know? touchdowns. Yeah. If if you, if you Chris Alave can get a touchdown every other week, he's going to turn into that, that – that'll be your 20 points right there. That'll break him into that top 15 wide receiver conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Thomas continues to have a very high floor. Say what you want. He's a flex play, wide receiver three. That's all we're saying that Mike Thomas is. But look, he gets you 13.2 more points. He's had double-digit points in almost every game this this year. He's, he, his ceiling is very limited, but he's a high-floor, low-ceiling type guy. Look, Taysom Hill. If you listen to the Steakhouse this past week, I told you to start Taysom Hill because we got six teams on by. Five rushes for 18 yards. He gets a touchdown on the ground. Four receptions for 50 yards. Taysom Hill with almost 17 points this week in fantasy football. Look, man, the tight end landscape is desolate. Mm-hmm. It's 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 crap. I think Taysom Hill is going to be playing when we're 55 years old. He may be. And man. just still running, Taysom <laughs> running Hill. him from the one or two yard line. Football player one on your fantasy football team. We're going to get into the injury report next. What to do with CMC, Dave Montgomery out, the Bears got nobody, Kyron Williams out, all these guys, Justin Fields, good Lord. What are we going to do? Injuries next. Two dudes, same fantasy on Sports Radio, 99 The Game in the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. People from all walks of life enjoy playing fantasy football. Back to two dudes, same fantasy. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. It's a whole channel dedicated to nothing but fantasy. It's awesome. It's like a fantasy football. Fantasy. Fantasy, fantasy, football, fantasy, 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 football, fantasy. If you like football, then you like fantasy. Fantasy, football, fantasy. Sports Radio 99 The Game. Got to wait for that beach drop. Welcome back to Two Dudes Same Fantasy. Going to roll through some injuries real fast. Don't forget that we are an interactive fantasy football radio show. 404-726-0929. You can call us. Our boy Jarrett, Garrett Chapman, Jarrett, almost called you Jarrett. Garrett Chapman's on the other side of glass, manning the phone lines. Brian Gebhardt to my left. Thank you, Peyton. A shower that showers you. The last thing I wanted to think about here on a Saturday morning at 723 is Peyton Manning in a shower. Thanks, Garrett. Appreciate that. This here injury report for week seven. Are we in week seven? Yes. Yeah, happened quickly. Wow. So, like, football season's. A third of the way over. Can we just stay in week seven for a while? Well, actually, let's no. Get, we we don't I, I want to get to stay in week I want to get to week eight because there's no there's no buys in week eight. We got eight. Uh, and there's six two. Teams. No, there's two. There's I don't two think, teams on buy next. I think there's two teams on buy, but it's not six. I don't. Let me check real quick. I got the thing. Pulled Either up. way, we'll we'll know. cross that bridge when we get there. Right now, we have a really murky, rocky bridge to cross because we do have six teams on buy this week. All right. 
CMC, Monday Night Football. Christian McCaffrey, for those of you who don't know football nicknames. Still questionable. Oblique, rib, did not practice Thursday. Thursday is the first day of practice for teams that have Monday Night Football. Christian McCaffrey typically does not practice on the first day of practice. So you know what that tells us? Nothing. Um, it's a rib. It's an oblique. Monday Night Football, very last chance of the week to do anything. Lots of There's lots of conversation pieces here. So there's the maybe you have Eli Mitchell or Jordan Mason, and which one of those guys do you start? And then there's the what if you don't, maybe you have a other guy. For First of all, so Christian McCaffrey, put him in your flex. You need options for Monday Night Football if you do choose to wait. Brian Gephardt, if you have Christian McCaffrey on your team, of course this is all going to depend on roster construction. It's not like we can answer these questions in a vacuum. Every roster is different. Every depth chart is different as far as the fantasy football team goes. But in a vacuum, are you waiting to see if Christian McCaffrey plays Monday night? If I have a better option for Sunday, I have to go that route. I'm planning as though he is not Are there playing. a better option than a starting Christian McCaffrey? Absolutely There's not. not. So, in any position anywhere at all. Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying in terms of, like, if you have somebody who's pretty good, in, you know, like versus – I don't know, versus uh, Craig Reynolds. Like, I'm not starting Craig Reynolds to sacrifice the idea of, you know, Christian McCaffrey being able to play on Monday night. So, But I am trying to plan without having Christian McCaffrey on my team. Well, Craig Reynolds is an interesting name because a lot of people have Craig Reynolds because he's going to roll in. We assume he's going to – we're going to get to this game in a second. It's actually next on the list here. Uh, Christian uh, Craig Reynolds is going to have a role, but it's going to be the number two guy. But he's had success – but you would rather Craig Reynolds than a non-playing Christian McCaffrey. So we have no idea. My gut feeling is that Christian McCaffrey's probably going to play. Oh, okay. You're on that side of it. But how effective is he going to be if he does? Yeah. And this is this is likely going to be a game time decision. So you're not going to find out until seven o'clock, six thirty, six forty-five ish Monday night. Yeah, I just think this and is one of those spots. all options are exhausted. Don't be too smart for your own good here, Shanahan. Like, this is this is your guy. This is the dude. This guy should be an MVP candidate, although yeah. it'll go to whatever quarterback won the most games on the best team because that's what we do for that that award. Uh, but, yeah, I – man, just sit the guy. Like, it because I think the chance of re-injury on that to play within a week is, is pretty high, especially for someone who's yeah. dealt with injuries like that in the past. And rib injuries. Yeah. And rib and oblique, that's the same general vicinity of your body. Rib is the bone. Oblique is the muscle. Dude, mm-hmm. you don't, your core, it's hard to be a, a, an NFL running back with an injured core. How do I know this? Because people say that. Yeah. I've never done it. <laughs> I haven't been hit like that, you know? <laughs> I've never been an NFL exactly. running back. Plus – that's what they say. Yeah. If you if you have any diminished core, if your core hurts, it's hard to get out of bed, much less play running back in the NFL. I just think it's one of those situations where like this is a team that should be Super Bowl bound or has aspirations of being Super Bowl bound. The other two guys are healthy and cuz Mitchell's not healthy oftentimes, Eli Mitchell is and, healthy now. And Jordan Mason, you know, like those two guys are healthy. If they were banged up, it's like okay, then we run into a spot with what are we going to do? Debo's probably not going to play in this game as well. He's, Debo did not practice Thursday Thursday either with a shoulder injury. And he's de facto RB3 on that team, basically. Yeah. I mean, he's like wide receiver two and RB3 kind of combine uh, in that spot. So I really hope they're smart about it. Uh, if I, I 
don't have the fortune of having Christian McCaffrey on any of my teams this year, which sucks. Either. But if I did, I would try to plan on not well, having him. Well, I don't week. know. The reason why I was fate, of course, I'll, I had 101 in one league, and that's the 929 Fantasies League right here at the radio station. I took Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's out. The reason why you go Justin Jefferson over Christian McCaffrey is because you like the chances of Justin Jefferson staying on the field more than you, Christian McCaffrey. Yep. yep. Oh, uh, so aggravating. It's a brutal game sometimes. All right, so Jordan Mason or Eli Mitchell? If I if I have both or I have the option. This is this this would be if I've got another option, like Alex Madison, if you have him, they're playing the Vikings mm. Monday night. So if you have Alexander Madison, you may be starting Alexander Madison anyway because you kind of drafted him in like the third round. So he may be the other guy. You could have both of them on your team. He may be the other guy. Now, if you have the luxury, maybe you had uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey and then you stumbled upon, I don't know, another guy that's been good. I was going to bring up Kyron Williams because he came off the 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 he came off the waiver wire earlier in the season, but Kyron Williams is out. We'll get to that in a second as well. If you've got Eli Mitchell or Jordan Mason, I would I would probably run the risk of Christian McCaffrey starting or not starting because I do have one of his backups. For me, if I have them both, is Jordan Mason because he's been doing it more lately. Eli Mitchell activated this week. He is going to play. Last year he was good. When he played, then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. This I, year he's hurt. I think it's going to be one of those spots. I think it's going to be pretty close to a 50-50 split. Probably like, I think they're yeah. going to wind up getting uh, roughly the same amount of touches. And I know Jordan Mason had it last week. I picked him up in a league or two just to kind of see what happens. But if I had two or if I had both of them, I had to start one of them. I would go with Eli Mitchell okay. because he's been the guy in the past. For he has them. been the guy in the past. Kyle Shanahan's kind of mentioned that too. What have you done for me lately? So it is what have you done for me lately? But if he's a full go and he's healthy now, he's got a chance. He's got a chance more, almost higher than anybody to get hurt, re-injured in a game because yeah. that guy cannot stay brittle. healthy at, at all. But um, I would feel comfortable playing either one. I don't have either one as a fire or an ice pick. They're both kind of same here, middle of the road guys yeah. this week. And and again, given the teams on buys. We, we, it's a bad running back week and a bad situation yeah. for that. So I would feel comfortable starting either one. So I say Jordan Mason. Brian says Eli Mitchell. There is your hard-hitting fantasy advice for the week. <laughs> there it is. It's a coin toss. And this happens. Bo and I disagree, which is uh... – In that same game, we mentioned Debo Samuel likely not to play. He did not practice Thursday. Brandon Ayuk also banged up, probably going to play. He practiced in a limited fashion Thursday. From the seven seven zero, Brock Purdy or Sam Howell – this week. Ooh. All right. Well, can I can I just go ahead and mention one of my one of my fire picks if you don't mind? Can then? I go ahead and goes, mention one of my fire uh, picks? I feel like we're gonna double down on this one. I've got Sam Howell here at the Giants as a fire play. Ding 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 got ding him. ding ding. Boom boom. There it is. It's Sam Howell has been sneaky good. I mean, he's he just has. he's had a lot of twenty plus point games. This is a, a Giants team that's that's just flat out not very good right now. Um Sam Howell's gonna sling it around again. We got Bengals, Cowboys, Titans, Jets, Panthers, Texans all on by this week. So a handful of quarterbacks that are useful for fantasy. Justin Fields is hurt. Yep. Sam Howell's a top 10 quarterback this week. You can fire him up with confidence. Uh, I also have Sam Howell as a fire pick, so that's going to be my answer from the 7-7-0. It's going to be Sam Howell, dude, because, look, Brock Purdy was kind of exposed last week mm-hmm. as far as a fantasy football quarterback goes. He looked very much like – the guy that we kind of thought that he was, like you could put any quarterback in Brock Purdy's position and he'd succeed. Last week, he had to be a quarterback, and he did not do well. Is by me saying there were situations in the game that depended on Brock Purdy to be a good NFL quarterback, he did not look like it. All right? So Sam Howell, 
two 20-point games this season, two games over 20 points. He's had three straight games over 18 points. Sam Howell, double it down on a fire pick this week. We do like his chances to finish inside the top 10. All right, so moving on. David Montgomery has been ruled out with a rib injury. Uh, Dan Campbell says he's going to be out for a little bit, so that's at least today. That's probably going to be the next week. We'll see. Out for a little bit is not an official injury designation. Jameer Gibbs, uh, questionable with a hamstring, but Dan Campbell did say he will have the load of the carries. So Jameer Gibbs is going to play. Craig Reynolds is the big is the question mark here. He was limited Thursday. He's going to play as well. Uh, hamstring, toe injury. Dan Campbell also says Craig Reynolds will have a role. Yeah. He's gonna get he's gonna get some work in the he's running gonna, game. Here. He's gonna get probably eight to ten touches. Craig Reynolds, that is. Uh, Gibbs on the most recent report I've seen, I think he's completely off the injury report. So Fantastic. he should be he should be a full go this week. I know he's been frustrating. Yeah, he's gonna get the load. Yeah, I've got him in a handful of leagues. I think it winds up being a, a pretty good game for them because uh, for him because they're playing the the Ravens who are are stingy against the you know the passing game in general from a wide receiver standpoint, a quarterback standpoint. So I think this is one of those games where Gibbs is gonna wind up getting that six to eight catches and maybe, you know, six to eight carries on top of that. I think he winds up scoring. I'm starting him in two leagues this week. Yeah, definitely starting Jameer Gibbs this week. So, Craig Reynolds, um, if you've got Craig Reynolds and CMC, you're waiting on CMC? I'm waiting on if CMC. If you don't have one of CMC's backups? I am. Okay, so let's move on here. Khalil Herbert, out. IR, actually. Roshan Johnson, out. Dante Foreman. The Raiders were 13th in running back points in the league, so that's, you know, top half. Deontay Foreman or Craig Reynolds? Deontay Foreman. And really? As a matter of fact. Number, so he's going to have he's going to get most of the carries mm-hmm. for the Chicago Bears. Didn't really do a whole lot with it last week. Did get the volume. I think he had what? What was it? 15 for 65 or something like that. I got to look it up, but it was okay. Kind of touchdown dependent. It's just again, given the given the situation this week, I actually have him I actually have him as a fire pick in terms of the running back landscape this week. Deontay Foreman? I've got Deontay Foreman. I did that last week and it didn't pay off. Yeah, I know. So we're back to it. I'm avoiding if possible, but Craig Reynolds or Deontay Foreman is a conversation that somebody's probably having to have with himself. and I would go Deontay Foreman. I just think he's going to get the volume. He's going to get the volume. Volume is king here in fantasy football. Don't don't watch this football game. Pick a different game to watch because this is going to be brutal. We don't know who's starting at quarterback for the Raiders. We got Justin Fields not playing. Uh, for the Bears, this is going to be the first team to 13 wins, and I think uh, Deontay Foreman gets at least 15 touches in this game. He probably will get the work. Not sure what he's going to do with it. Kyron Williams out for the Los Angeles Rams with an ankle. Zach Evans, Daryl Henderson, or Miles Gaskin, or avoid altogether. If you can, if you can <laughs> avoid, avoid. But if you're out there and you're very thin at running back, pick up Daryl Henderson because I got that hunch that he's going to be go the Darryl guy. Henderson over Zach Evans. It, I go Zach Evans. I would I'm, go, hope, I'm hoping the Rams squeeze a Kyron Williams out of Zach Evans. I would go with Zach Evans. He's a rookie. I, I have to start him this week. We don't know. He's probably yeah. got the highest you're upside. Right. Really productive at Ole Miss. But if Zach you're, Evans or Craig Reynolds? Ooh. Zach Evans. Ugh, I'm going to regret that. Because we think Zach he's going to be the starter. I don't know if Zach Evans is going to be the starter. We just think that he is. I'm going Craig Reynolds. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go Zach Evans. That's uh, but deeper leagues, make sure you roster Daryl Henderson. Just to finish these, uh, Justin Fields is out. You don't want anything to do with Tyson Bajant. Jimmy Garoppolo is out. Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer. Stay away from that. Deshaun Watson, full practice on Thursday, has not been officially activated to the role of starter. Pay attention to that when You're going to start him if you have. Daniel Jones, questionable in the neck. You might hear from him in the next segment. Has a chance to play. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones, questionable with a hammer, limited on Thursday. Probably going to play. Pat Fryermuth out. 
Deontay Johnson. Full practice Thursday, but did not get activated yet. Pay attention to that one. Start Deontay Johnson. If he does, fade George Pickens if Deontay Johnson starts. Tyler Lockett, questionable with a hammy. DK Metcalf, questionable with ribs. You might hear from those guys. Jeff Wilson Jr., full practice on Wednesday. So he's probably going to get in the way of Raheem Mostert just a little bit. And then Dallas Goddard is questionable with a groin, limited Thursday. Devontae Smith out of that same game, questionable with a hammy, limited on Thursday. Fire and ice, when we get back, you got six teams on by. What are we going to do? We're going to tell you next. Sports Radio, 99 of the game. This is 2 St. Fantasy. More Two Dudes, Same Fantasy. Hey, I got a stat for you. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Now, it's time for Fire and Ice. Which players are on fire? Which players you should put on ice? On One Dude with a Fantasy. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. What do I do here? I drink and I know things. Oh, wait. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Welcome back to Two Dudes, Same Fantasy. Although it did not say that in imaging. You know why? Because we haven't made one that says fire and ice in it. Great imaging this year. Simple logistics. I just needed to leave for it to really get beefed up. <laughs> They're like, oh, they pay attention now. Yeah. So no, we it's leave awesome. and we get, we get imaging, but then we get Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Not, 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 that, hey, not that I'm complaining, Mike, on here if you're out there listening. Yeah, happy we to be We just want to be on at some point. Yeah. Um, and also we got the cool Peyton Manning fantasy football song. That threw me off guard so much last week. I was like kind of ready for it stuff. this week. Like what? What's happening right now? This is great. That's G Chap over there on the other side of the yeah. glass. Appreciate you, on Garrett. The, on the wheels of steel, with with the Peyton Manning fantasy football <laughs> song drop. We are an interactive fantasy football radio show. You can get in touch with us for one more segment, twelve minutes ish. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. You can call us. You can also text us on Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line. We are Manning both. Actually, Garrett's Manning the. Uh, phone line one other thing with that boat like fire away at us on twitter too i mean we know it's saturday morning so maybe not everybody's fully like when you're looking at your lineup tomorrow at jedi sports radio for Bo at brian underscore Gephardt. yeah Freaking i'm needy like that people. listen Freaking man you elitist. got you put in the extra work i'll put in your keyboard work, elitist. okay okay it's at G-Chap atl it's professionalism all right <laughs> and at 929 the game but yeah send us we'll any be your manning questions. all of the twitters <laughs> for your fantasy football stuff fire nice quarterbacks gonna lead us off here on fire this week for me now see this is kind of a borderline not quite as low-hanging fruit as your Kyron Williams pick last week but Geno Smith versus the uh, Arizona Cardinals the Arizona Cardinals absolutely can't guard perimeter receivers they give the most point or third most points in the NFL to perimeter receivers guess what the uh, Seattle Seahawks have two pretty good perimeter receivers in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett now, both of those guys are on the injury report. As we did mention earlier, if I can shuffle through my papers here. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett did not practice on Thursday. DK Metcalf did. But as far as the quarterback goes, I think Geno Smith is a very viable start for you this week in fantasy football against the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know if this has ever happened before, Bo. We're doubling down again on this. Doubling down. Doubling down on both the fire quarterback ding, ding, picks. Ding, ding, Sam Howe, Geno Smith. A um, couple different things here. 
Uh, six teams on by, so it's like, what's Six teams left? on by. It's a great matchup at home. Yeah, Geno's got to sure. get going at some point. Absolutely. He's looked more like Geno Smith of old, which yeah. I had no interest in any part of Geno Smith this year. because He's looking like the Geno Smith before he won comeback player of the year. Yeah. You know where that guy was? He was on the bench. Exactly. Here's the other thing, too. You mentioned the injuries to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Now's the time to grab Jackson Smith and Najibba if, if, if he's out there. Like, you got to make sure you go get him. I got – that means Bo's got something to add to that, too, for sure. The other thing that's sneaky is that the Seahawks' offensive line hasn't been that good, but they've got Charles Cross back now, um, and they've been going to more three – like, when he's not there, they can't do three wide receiver sets. So when he's back, they've been doing a ton of three wide receiver sets, and that's what they want this team to be when you draft somebody like Jackson Smith and the Jigba to go with Metcalf and Lockett. So fire up Geno Smith this week and make sure Jackson Smith and the Jigba is fire on the roster. Fire up Jackson Smith and Jigba too. Boom. Oh, okay. Uh, not to, you know, jump all around here and, and switch uh, subjects, not subjects, but I got a wide receiver for you here out of the same game off the same team as Jackson Smith and Jigba. Fire him up. He's a fire pick for me this week, especially if Tyler Lockett doesn't play. But look, even if he does, six teams on by, lots of fantasy football goodness out there on your bench this week. Jackson Smith and Jigba, and Jigba five targets in four of his last or four of the uh, his last five games. Arizona, like I said, their bottom third in pass defense. Both DK and Tyler Lockett are questionable. Tyler Lockett, I don't think, is going to play. But even if he does, Jackson Smith and Jigba, fire him up if you need to. The other thing, too, is you're already starting him. He's a top five running back. He's been spectacular. But DFS play this week, pay up on Walker because it looks like Zach Charbonnet is not going to play. So he's going to get go. – he's been awesome. He's he's getting the load. He, he's probably going to be RB1 this week, or at least that's where I see him. So here's one for you. I'd like to get your thoughts on this one because this one comes off of your team. Mm. And look, I get it. If you waited on Daniel Jones and you drafted Daniel Jones, you've probably started Baker Mayfield a couple times this season. Daniel Jones, if he plays, neck injury, questionable, probably going to be a game-time decision. Washington Commanders are the sixth worst defense against the pass. Daniel Jones is fleet-footed. That's where a lot of his fantasy points come from. I do like Daniel Jones this week versus the Washington Commanders. If he plays, if you're in that situation. I'm just... I'm wounded over here, man. I, I can't. I got you know. I understand. I gotta stay away from Daniel Jones. He's he's been. It's been it's been bad. It's been tough. Um, I can't support it. I won't do it. You don't have to. <laughs> I'd rather start Sam Howell. I'd rather start Geno Smith. I'd rather start. But again, you said it's a thin it's a thin weekend at quarterback. So if you it's just if, it's a good matchup. If you're in a spot, you know. But uh, best of luck. What time do the Giants play? Versus the Commanders. It's got to be a 1 o'clock game. So it's a 1 o'clock game, so yeah, you're going to have to make that decision yeah. tomorrow morning. But I would also start Sam Howell or Geno Smith over Daniel Jones. But if you're in a position where you have a guy that's on a bye or a guy that's hurt, Daniel Jones, I believe, is a viable fantasy starter. Also a viable fantasy starter, Jordan Love. Fire him up this week versus the Broncos because, look, Let's be honest. I almost just wrote playing the Broncos on my notes here, but I want to give you a little bit more. Third worst pass defense in the NFL, second most points allowed to quarterbacks this season. This is no secret. They're bad. They're horrible. Out of the four guys we have listed here, I might like Jordan Love the most versus the Broncos as a fire pick. I don't know. You can fire up Jordan Love. You can fire up Geno Smith. You can fire up Sam Howell, probably in that order. I like that call. It's amazing. Like, the Broncos, they've talked, we've talked a lot about their offense over the last two years and how bad it's been. Their defense was great last year. 
And for them to be this bad yeah, defensively man. is just, it's so alarming with what's going on out there. You mind if I give you a fire pick in that same game just to stay there for just a second? Sweet, yeah, because I have another one. I've got A.J. Dillon running back. That's if Aaron Jones doesn't play, okay. and I don't okay. think he's going to. He's still he's still been limited. If he does not play, listen, A.J. Dillon hasn't really been the guy that we thought he's been for kind of his whole NFL career, and we thought he eventually was going to take over for Aaron Jones. He's going to get the volume in this one. The Broncos give up the most points to fantasy running backs. A.J. Dillon had a stat line two weeks ago with no Aaron Jones where he had, I believe it was 20 totes for 75 and a touchdown. That's a good week for running backs this week in fantasy. Sure. And I think he gets a similar stat line this week. Again, wait, if Aaron Jones has to be cleared, if Aaron Jones doesn't play, you can play A.J. Dillon with I think Aaron Jones is going to play, but I, I like that call if he doesn't just because mm -hmm. the, the Broncos are And if he doesn't, make sure you got Aaron Jones in your lineup too. Broncos are awful versus the uh, the pass and the run. So I got another fire pick for you. You know the one brighting, bright shining star, and I only know if it's a bright shining star on the Denver Broncos defense. It's Patrick Sertan, mm -hmm. local kid. All right, Patrick Sertan is likely going to shadow Christian Watson. Another fire pick for you this week. Romeo Dobbs, spelt like dubs, pronounced Dobbs. <laughs> Fire him up in your fantasy football lineups this week as the Denver Broncos are absolutely horrible uh, versus the pass. Christian Watson is going to get past Sertan. I'm not saying bench Christian Watson. I would fade Christian Watson. I would not play him in DFS. Romeo Dobbs, fire him up this week in fantasy football. I almost had him on my list, so I really like this call. He was just one of those like fringe guys for me. I just went in a different direction, but that's a call. That's a good call because you know a lot of people probably don't have him on their radar necessarily. Any other week. quarterbacks on fire for you this week? No, I just had the two fire picks for quarterbacks, and then I've got uh, two ice picks at I quarterbacks. Got, give you me wanna, some ice. Um, go with Jared Goff at the Ravens, and I like Jared Goff a lot. I know you picked I him last week as an ice pick. I almost had Jared Goff as a ice pick. Dead last, uh, the, the Ravens give up the least amount of points yep. to fantasy quarterbacks, so it's just not a good matchup for Goff here. Um I'm really intrigued. This is going to be a good football game. These are two good teams. I'm excited. I'm excited to see this one. Lions getting points in this one. But that's why Lions. it's like I don't like golf too much, but I do like Gibbs, as I mentioned. And Gibbs is actually sure. a, a fire pick for me in that same game. So I've got Jared Goff as a nice pick, and I'll, I'll get my other one in just a moment. What you got for a nice pick at uh, quarterback? All right, so almost had Jared Goff as a nice pick, but then I'm thinking, wow, Jared Goff's a you know, top 12 quarterback on the season. Mm -hmm. He yeah. is. Um, and we got six teams on by, so am I really going to tell somebody not to start Jared Goff? I mean – it comes down to this. Would I start Jordan Love over Jared Goff? Probably. Would I start Sam Howell over Jordan Goff? I don't think I would. I would this week. I would start really? Sam Howell over, over Jared Goff. It's a Goff horrible matchup for yep. Jared Goff. But and if, if you have that situation, because, look, if you drafted Jared Goff, it's probably because you drafted Anthony Richardson or you have two quarterbacks on your roster. It's not like you drafted Jared Goff in the 12th round to be your fantasy starter all, all year. Mm -hmm. If you waited that long, you probably have a couple. You know, so – Almost there. Icy. Don't laugh at this one, but this is a conversation that people are having to have. There is at least a person out there having to have this conversation. Gardner Minshew. Six teams on by. Somebody drafted Anthony Richardson, and they're ha they have Gardner Minshew as their only option. Maybe you're not paying attention on the waiver wire, and you didn't get to Sam Howell or something like that. But look, the Colts do not have a good matchup this week. Gardner Minshew, they're facing the they're facing the uh, the best pass defense in the NFL in the Cleveland Browns. The best, the best defense, best in, defense the in the NFL. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I like that call. That's an easy one, but I'll let you have it because of the court. You know, the quarterback. Gardner Minshew also hasn't had a good game. I'll let you have it because I got an easy one here too. So we'll both just kind of trade off on this. Here. 
Kirk Cousins sit him this week. You know, no, no, Justin. Ding, Jones. ding, 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 ding. I don't know that. if that's not much of an easy one, okay. but it is a double down for us. Kirk Cousins has been a, a you know, Kirk Cousinsy guy. So that's where I, that's where you get into. Yeah, give me, give me Jordan Love, give me Sam Howell, give me Geno Smith. 100% agree. Over, over, over him uh, this week. Over, over Cousins. That is for sure. They're so. only the 11th best pass defense in the league, but they give up the third worst. They're the third pass, third best pass defense versus points to the quarterback are the uh, San Francisco 49ers. This also feels like it's going to be a ball control game for the 49ers, too, because, you're, again, you know, no Debo and just kind of the way Purdy played last week. And they should be able to shut down this Minnesota offense with, with that 49ers defense. So This is going to be a game that both teams are probably going to rely on the run a mm-hmm. lot. Um, guess what? So fire up Alexander Madison, although he's not a fire pick for me. Like, you're probably doing that anyway. But no Justin Jefferson on the Minnesota Vikings. You know what that led to last week? Versus the Bears. The Bears are the fourth worst team in the NFL versus the pass. And Kirk Cousins was sacked twice, had two fumbles, and a bunch of drops by his wide receivers. That was an awful football game. It was. Both offenses looked so bad. I actually thought that was going to be kind of relatively high scoring because both teams had bad defenses. But Fields, even before he got hurt, he had an awful game there too. So, uh, yeah, if you could avoid pieces of the Minnesota offense this week, I I, I would. Any more icy quarterbacks for you this no week? More we're not icy. talking about the jewelry on Kirk Cousins' neck. <laughs> we're talking about icy quarterbacks that you're not going to play. Kirk. Oh, wow, we only got two minutes left. we yeah. got to run. Kirk Thuggins. Um, Kirk no, that's Thuggins. all I got on quarterbacks. Let's move on to wide receivers here. We already covered Romeo Dobbs, already covered Jackson Smith and Jigba. Those were my two fire picks. Any other wide receivers on fire for you this yeah, week? Yeah, I got a couple easy ones, so you can give me you can give me some uh, crap for this. Um, Terry McLaurin, just again, like you're starting him. He is awesome against the Giants. He's got at least 13 points in all seven games in his career against the Giants. He averages 19 a game uh, against them, so fire him up with confidence. And then you mind if I just go ahead and rip off the other wide receivers real quick? Zay Flowers, I wanted to have a more extended conversation with him. Is he just an automatic start every week now? Has he reached that point? Yeah, especially this week. Awesome that the Ravens actually have a wide receiver to do that with. I really like him this week. And Brandon Ayuk, if you're even considering it, I think this is one of those kind of bigger Ayuk games again given no Debo Debo probably up. no McCaffrey um so those are the wide receivers I've got uh in terms Some of I see wide receivers this week the Minnesota I mean the Indianapolis Colts do not have a good matchup this week are you going to bench Michael Pittman probably not but you know who you should bench it's Josh Downs look the Cleveland Browns are the best defense in the NFL they have they're a top three defense versus wide receivers in fantasy they're a top three defense versus quarterbacks in fantasy the Colts do not have a good matchup. Are you going to bench Michael Pittman? Probably not. He's been super solid for you. He is a wide receiver one. You don't want anything to do with Josh Downs if you picked up Josh Downs off the scrap heap a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. Uh, my ice picks at wide receiver. Again, this one's pretty easy, but just in case you're thinking about it, don't start any wide receiver in the Raiders-Bears game. And just don't, don't do it. Don't get involved. The quarterback situation is going to be really bad. And then this I mean, game came just, up a little just, bit earlier. You can start Devontae Adams. I mean. I, I, if I can avoid it, I'm, I'm going to. Would you start Romeo Dobbs over Devontae Adams? Ooh. Squeaky wheel? I'd probably go Devontae Adams right right there. but It's, it's going to be one right of on the two same guys. Line. It's not going to be Garoppolo. It's going to be Brian Hoyer or Aiden Hutchinson. But Devontae Adams? Then the other one is... Kobe Myers? No. No, I'm not playing him. I'm, I'm staying away. I'm staying All away right. from that. I just I just don't I just don't want a part of it. I don't want to watch that game. I don't want to see it. I'm going to play Deontay Foreman if I have him and I'm in a bad running back situation. Uh, other ice wide receiver for me is Deontay Johnson. If he gets activated, I think based on the don't name, like it, huh? people are going to try to play him. I just need to see it 
from him before I'm really comfortable. Another icy wide receiver for me this week. Guess who you could pick on last week, but they have a great defense this year. It's Kansas City Chiefs. Do not like Josh Palmer, even in the absence of Mike Williams this week for the uh, for the Chargers. Look, Josh Palmer has not had more than four catches in any game this season. Um, and then running backs on fire for me. Surprise, surprise, Javante Williams versus the Packers. And Brian Robinson this week, I think, is a fire pick. For ice, you should have gotten rid of Zach Moss two weeks ago. Yes. But look, Zach Moss, 50-50 uh, touches last week with Jonathan Taylor. This week is probably going to be 3-1. to one. Yep, exactly. And the Browns, again, super stingy defense. You're going to play Jonathan Taylor because he's Jonathan Taylor. Absolutely but don't expect him to have a big week either. But, yeah, this is the week that the Moss situation ends. Um, also, Rashad White for me versus the Falcons. And Rashad White's in a timeshare himself. Other ice for me is just avoid – if you can, the Rams running backs, you know, we just don't know what's going to happen. So if you don't have to start one of those Evans, Henderson, Gaskin, any of those guys, someone's probably going to be productive, but wait to find out what that is. Um, and then, yeah, the fire picks that I had, which we talked about a little bit, was yeah, A.J. Super Dillon, quick. Deontay Foreman, Jameer Gibbs. There we go. That's two dudes saying fantasy. Thank you to your callers. Thank you for your texters, everybody. Uh, college football game time is coming up next, followed by OSU and Penn State. Go Nittany Lions. Not sure what a Nittany is. There you have it. We'll see you next week. To do the same fantasy. Peace.